0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Simply Soccer. I am your host, Michelle Hutink, and here's Christian Conway.
1: Glad to be back in the saddle again.
0: Yes, and of course, on a four-game winning streak. And we beat LAFC on top of all that. And moved up in the Western Conference, yeah.
1: (laughs) It's an an incredible run for the Galaxy. And I think kind of what we talked about against, against Portland, where the Galaxy were not you know, necessarily the best team on the field, but they got the job done. This is the exact same thing against LAFC. They, you know, outshot 14-1 to in the first half. They clearly looked a little bit, you know, out of the pace. But, you know, it's it's a question of getting the job done. And that's exactly what the Galaxy did. You know, they didn't have to be, you know, this great all-attacking, all-encompassing team. They just had to bend but not break. And, you know, they really bent in that first half. But then, you know, you just saw what this Galaxy team—it's never been— I guess, it, you know, in these four wins, they've never really played particularly, like, outside of individual moments, they've played particularly, like, brilliant soccer. But, you know, they've, they're getting the job done. That's, that's critical for, for this Galaxy team.
0: Yeah, that first half, I'm not going to lie, it had me really worried. Um, I know we had said, hey, if we're not talking about Bingham, this is a good thing. And then we had also criticized Bingham because for obvious reasons. But, but at the same time, he's who saved us in that first half.
1: I mean, there's, there's no question this game gets ugly if if David was not on goal. Like, I mean, that was, that was a rough first half. Again, outshot 14 to one in that first half. But, you know, like, that's the thing about this Galaxy team is that they, they don't, they're not, they're gritty and they're mentally resilient. Like, you know, I think a lot of teams after that first half would have been, you know, either really tentative in the second half or, or look a little bit shell-shocked. But Galaxy just went out into the second half and, and, and did their business and, and, and won 3-0, you know. That's, you know, Sometimes you just have to ride your luck and have, you know, have individual performances when you're the day. And that's exactly what the Galaxy did, was that they, they, they weren't flashy or whatever, but they rode some incredible individual performances from Pavon, LeJet, and Bingham and, and won this game. And it's, that's, that's sometimes how you got to get it done, and, it's, and, it, and it worked. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um the galaxy stayed in the game physically. That that's like the first thing. The the other thing besides the luck because really it did feel like lady luck decided to <laughs> to step in on that first half. But when you break it down, um LAFC dominated but they they couldn't convert and you know as I was rewatching that first half because for me, first of all this game you know was the convincer for me that not just to keep the winning streak going, but just to see how the galaxy can adapt after that second half. Cause I also feel like, you know, that they've been playing a full 90 has been phenomenal, but I always have a lot better hope for us in the second half and knowing that they can talk during that, that break at halftime. And this is where I do give Escalotto credit as the coach. Um, Obviously, the players came together. Um, I read quotes from Stares and Legit and Pavon, and you can tell that they all really, you know, decided to to step it up. They got creative. They pressed up the midfielders. You know, they wanted to move forward. Um, they kept their patience in attack. They outran LAFC. Like those are all results of the guys coming together and saying, "Hey, okay," um, you know, having that comp- confidence to capitalize. Um, on their chances and and to punish LAFC for their mistakes. Because, again, this is an LAFC team that is struggling. They didn't have Vela. They didn't have Antuesta. And, you know, basically, I think, to be honest, like the um, Bradley Wright Phillips and Rossi seem to be the only guys that were really making it hard for the Galaxy, that were challenging them. Um, Obviously, Latif Blessing being on right back there um, was another thing losing Mark Anthony K to a red card um on a very bad challenge on a Rajo that could only be seen as just poor, you know, unsporty, unsportsmanship. Like and so I I just am glad to see that the Galaxy really stepped it up, that Escalotto, you know, put the pressure um, you know, and, and told the guys like, Hey, you know, get touches on the ball, even if you got to build up the plays. And, and you see that even in that first uh, chance in the 32nd minute that Zubak had in front of net, you know, it was over the bar, but he was wide open and that was actually a good, a good ball from, from Felster at that time.
1: Yeah. And I think what's, you, you know, you, you made the point about, you know, that, that Shaloto really probably did deliver them a bit of a, a hairdressing in the in the locker room at halftime. I think there's no question about that. But, you know, they, they're, again, they're, they're, there's a mental resilience around this team that, you know, maybe we didn't see, you know, in the past couple, you know, uh, the past couple, uh, even in the past couple years, um, you know, I was talk, talking to a friend, I was like, I haven't really seen a team this mentally resilient since maybe the 2014 LA Galaxy team that, you know, mm-hmm. like, this this sense that they can go out and get punched in the mouth in the first half and then all of a sudden, you know, come out in the second half a completely different, shape inside um you know i think also the red card obviously changes the shape of this game i think there's no question you know losing mark anthony k which is such a critical part of what lafc likes to do um was a big deal um and then also you know guinella and safuentes are not like for like replacements for atuesta they have looked a little bit like they're unsure how to move the ball in midfield without atuesta but i mean you know
0: but but, but i have to say like lafc were able to move the ball and you just kind of watch the galaxy play catch up and that's what was frustrating
1: well yeah but i also think the galaxy well wa- i oddly think the galaxy wanted this to be the game plan which is to 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 be more than happy to concede possession but then you know mm-hmm. it, it, use, use their counterattacking speed to great effect i mean you know if you look at this game Araujo is a lot less central than he normally than he was in the first game he's a little bit wider out you know mm-hmm. it, it, they used Pavon as kind of almost the center striker and zubak kind of you know was 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 there for for whatever support he could provide but you know I will I will give LHC's center backs a lot of credit they really made it difficult for for uh Zubak to really operate
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you know it, it's again I, I highlight this this mental toughness that the Galaxy seemed to have taken on that I don't think we really would have would have been talking about in a type of game like this last year you know where they where they go oh, for sure where they can see 14 <laughs> shots in the first half and then we're talking about you know a team that probably gives up three goals in the second you know like there is a difference around this team, and 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 there's a, there's a certain grittiness around this team. Like they are, they're 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 a warrior side, and they know it. And it's kind of they've taken on the mentality of us versus them. And you know, I, I'm I'm really here for it. You know, I think that's maybe that's what they needed to do. You know, in order to to become the team that they are right now.
0: Yeah, I definitely feel that second half reflects the the communication that the players have now, the chemistry that they have. Um, you know, you can see that everybody stepped up no matter who was playing, even Sarah said that in a quote and you know, the galaxy tightened up, they organized, they, they compacted and, and you can really see, I'm just so impressed with that second half. I mean, the first half is a little reminiscent of, like I said, <laughs> the process, like where the, the team is still getting, getting things together. And that I think is normal. um, you know, you. After what we said about Bingham, I I was glad to see that he was that he was also up to the challenge. That I'm glad that you know he wasn't making those mistakes. Um, that second touch that he was able to get, um, in the 16th minute uh, when, Bradley Wright Phillips was was going for it for for a goal. Um, even though I think he ended up being offside. Um, Bingham was able to get two touches on that ball and still be able to keep it safe. So, you know, I I was glad to see that the defenders aren't just standing there waiting for the ref who happened to be Alan Chapman, who's not going to give you the call you want anyway, but they're not just standing there raising their arms up going, Oh, you know, it's offside. Like they're actually still defending. They're still going for it. They're still running. Um, I really, really just have to say like just to see two goals scored, on runs you know the set the second one was on a set piece and that that was just phenomenal for legit uh for poppin to be able to find legit because i that corner was a short corner which we have been saying like we hate short corners um but they but they did kind of a little fake out and that was in that they that ball was able to find uh legit and that was really it reminded me of like a when you're playing skee ball i like check G's, yeah. and you like throw the ball and it's just like Bounces up into the net, so it was it was fun. It was fun to watch, and that's yeah, also and something. Yeah,
1: I, I got to give Lejeune credit in this game. You know, this is probably Lejeune's best game in a Galaxy jersey. I mean, he was
0: mm-hmm. industrious
1: on the ball. Always looked dangerous when he when he was around the ball. It really made some smart runs in order to get into good good possessions. Obviously, scores the two goals. um You know, one off uh, a set piece that straight up the training ground, and then the second, you know, kind of a a, a scuffed Scissor. scorpion <laughs> kick. Yeah, it was like a Wild. was it a bite? Was it a scorpion? You know, it was kind of like one of those two. Uh, in between the two um, but you know the, this we've we've been talking about you know like w- what is it going to take the, to get the most out of Sebastian Legette and Gal- an LA Galaxy jersey I think we're finding that and that's awesome to see because Legette is a very good player when you know he when he's on and, and, and if they can you know keep this Legette you know in this kind of level of form for you know the rest of the season and then maybe the rest of his time at, at the LA Galaxy you know that he's going to be a massive asset to this club and I think people are starting to realize you know what Lejet is in terms of his ability and his skill set and and it's and it's awesome to see because i know you know and, and you know sebastian LeJet loves this game wants to be a part of it and clearly you know this was i think that i think this was the performance that solidified it for me that you know sebastian Lejet will be a critical part of this la galaxy team for for years to come if they can you continue to just have him be the 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 threat that he was against lafc i mean you know Obviously the, the the two goals stand out, but you know he, he looked dangerous every single time.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, he was on
1: the ball, taking on defenders. You know, I, I think the Galaxy have lacked a player that you know a, a player of the skill set in terms of the fact that like a player that's not afraid to take on you know guys one on one and beat them on the dribble and, and and so on and so forth. You know, the only one that I can I can really think of is Pavon. But
0: right, know, I was thinking Pavon too, but there's a reason Pavon is worth twenty million. Yeah, <laughs> even and, though and, I th- read on Twitter he's going for ten million, and we'll get to that. But you know, like
1: you need those type of players and legit finally I think feels I don't know if it's confidence or he feels like he's he needed to take a step I i, I think there's no question that he himself would have said he needed to take a step up had you asked him mm-hmm. after the Orlando tournament and he's done that and it makes the galaxy so much better because now they have two three four players that can really take on guys one-on-one on the dribble and you know they don't have to be necessarily industrious with their passing in order to pull a side apart they just have a guy that can you know say all right you know, we're just going to break a line here just based off my own skill. And that's a that, that is very, you know, that's 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 what the Galaxy needed over the past couple of years. They've, they've, they've struggled in terms of, you know, that, those type of players. And, and finally, to have Leggett really feeling the confidence to to do that, that that's a really good place for the Galaxy to be.
0: Yeah, uh, I can't remember if it was Legette or Sarah's, but they were I think believe it was Legit saying that he, he connects with Pavon really well and that, you know, uh you have Pavon able to create something out of nothing. Um and then also like what like a, you were what saying a phenomenal goal from Pavon, by the way. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it really it really was. I mean, I was tweeting though that like in a way Legette stole Pavon's thunder, <laughs> especially with that that second goal, uh, which was assisted by uh, Povo and he, you know, um, on the second, on the first goal, excuse me, and um, you know, Leggett had his ninety ninth start with the team. Um, I say give Leggett the captain's ban. I really feel like, you know, he's a veteran player. He's he's seems to be the main puzzle piece, the connection that that's able to get this team together.
1: Yeah, you know, I think. I think it's, again, this game is, is a story of individual performances much more than it is necessarily a story of, of you know, cohesive tactical planning mm-hmm. by Shaloto. I think this is, you know, I, I, I will say I think Shaloto got his tactics wrong in the evening, and I think, you know, he got bailed out by some very good individual performances. But, you know, it, it, I, 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 I think this team is, is kind of finally bought into playing for one another. And, like... They, they're willing to, you know, the proverbial, they're willing to die for their brothers kind of thing. Like that's, mm-hmm. there does seem to be a little bit more of that. This does feel more like a team than it does feel like a collection of, indi- of 11 individuals, which I think, you know, is, is a very sharp contrast to even, you know, earlier parts of the season where in Orlando, where we're kind of talking about, well, you know, on paper, every single player the galaxy has is good, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem to work. And now we're looking at a team that, like, you go into a game, you're like, you know, these guys are going to be a cohesive unit that can get the job done together.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. And as as we're moving forward um, to face San Jose, I mean, look, I still don't want to jinx anything. I still don't want to go in there and say like, yeah, for sure, like, like it, you know, whenever they rescheduled the game against the Sounders because the Sounders lost to Portland this uh, that same day. I, I'm i I'm still hesitant to say, like, yeah, these games are in the bag. Do you know what I mean? Especially after a performance like that in that first half. So, you know, looking at the lineup, um, you know, and obviously yeah. after the play, but, like, Felcher, I don't know. I feel like you still, even with the mistakes, the the bad uh, ball that he played back and gave away, I don't know. I feel like Felcher does those kinds of things, but then he's also responsible for a really good, ball to Zubak that almost got that that goal in the 32nd minute. And then you you know you you have these moments where you just see these guys able to to do things and step it up. Kitchen um I was seeing on on Twitter comments that you know do, did he earn a start in the 11? And I mean I want to say it, it kind of depends who we're playing against. It it depends if you have Jonathan Dos Santos healthy or not.
1: Yeah and 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 it's interesting because, you know, this, this midfield seems so balanced. You know, it, it does feel a lot more balanced than I think we've talked about previous Galaxy midfields in the past. You know, do you upset that balance by bringing Jonathan Dos Santos back in? Where does Jonathan Dos Santos really fit? You know, who who steps out of the lineup in order to bring Jonathan Dos Santos in? I have the opinion that I think you have to start Jonah, but it does change tactically what the Galaxy are going to look like. Um, but I think, you know, it, it is... There, there's the questions we're asking about this Galaxy team are good questions to ask, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're in a position where we're asking, like, oh, well, you know, if we're going to bring in Jonathan, you know, which one of the midfielders is going to have to drop to the bench? Like, all of them have played very well over the past four games. You know, you know, I, I, do I want to drop Kitchen? I'm not sure. You know, like, and, and these are good questions to ask. Like, if we're asking these questions, we're in a good position. You know, my thought, you know, especially with the San Jose g- game coming up, considering how unpredictable San Jose can be, I think it's hard yes. to, it's hard to really want to change the formula a little bit also you know they've been kind of mum about jonathan Santos's recovery if you know if he's fit if he's ready if he's you know able to go 90 it, from what i from seeing the first two games that he's been back they still don't feel confident that he can go 90 minutes it looks like to me so i think you won't see a lot of changes in the game against san jose but you know like we're asking quite like we're we're in a position to ask questions that like when you're in this position it's a good position to be in right like we're talking about a team that's won four mm-hmm. times on the bounce like we're asking questions about this team. Like, you know, can they be a little bit more offensively, you know, effective, you know, what can, what else can Sebastian Legette do? Like, these are all great questions to ask. Like, and I think, you know, we as Galaxy fans, we are very hard on our team. I think there's no question, but mm-hmm. you know, like the fact that we're asking these questions, like we need to take a step back and realize we're in a very good place, that we are in a position to feel like we need to ask these questions.
0: Yeah, uh, exactly. I, I couldn't agree more with that. and, and, not just the, our own confidence, but but just to see that the bar is actually getting raised. You know, I what was it? Two episodes ago, maybe three, was ready to <laughs> crucify Escaloto and be like, he's out, like I'm done. Um, but I I really give credit, obviously, to the players and and Escaloto clearly has has done a great job. Um, you know, Dominic Kinnear too. You know, I figure he's, he's got to have a say in what's been going on. Um, well, the, thing, I,
1: about the, the uh-huh. thing about this Galaxy team that I, I think, you know, the, I think Shiloto came into this team with these like grand ideas about possession based quick attacking soccer and, you know, like all these grand tactical plans and realized he had a half broken locker room. Like, mm. and I think the Orlando tournament kind of, I think almost was his wake up call that look, you know, he, he until he gets the you know those players around it that can really play in the style that he wants to play, he's going to have to be a little bit ugly. Like, it's going to have to look a little bit defensively, you know, defensively solid, hit them on the counterattack. It, and, and, you know, like, I appreciate ideology, but at the end of the day, sometimes you just have to drop ideology in favor of tactics that you know are going to get you a result. And I think that's what's really happened with Shilotto post-or- mm-hmm. post-Orlando, is that he's kind of just basically said, all right, we can't be pretty anymore. Like, we have to be pragmatic. And I think... I think that's the word that I've, I've, I've used to describe the Galaxy the most in these past, you know, these on this four-game win streak is they've been pragmatic. They haven't been, you know, they're not Sexist Seattle. Soccer. Yeah, they're not. They're <laughs> not Seattle with their like all-encompassing counter-attacking style. They're not LAFC where they're going to pull together a twenty-pass possession play from you know with incredible you know wide back movement. They're not, you know, some of the other ideologically, I guess, quote-unquote, pure teams in the league and they finally leaned into that identity that like, look, we're not that like, that's fine. We're here to get, get this done. You know? Yeah.
0: As a galaxy fan, you know, you, especially the galaxy because they are with so many trophies and who they've had on their team. They, you know, the galaxy constantly get compared to European teams all the time. And it's just like, but you know what? We're not, we're not a European style team. We are LA galaxy and it's our style. And... Well, and,
1: and the other thing is, too, I mean, like the, the galaxy identity has always been built around it's, you know, the fact that we're first to five, you know, mm-hmm. since 90, like first to five and that we bring in European stars and they, you know, shine brightly. And it's this whole entire thing, the galaxy name has this implication that, you know, it's always going to be a collection of great European stars. And it's, they're going to play, you know, like they're going to be all encompassing and great. And I think, you know, especially the, the 2017 season, most of all, like really kind of I almost think kind of punched them in the face when it came to that reality, like Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, and and then you watched all the other teams in the league, you know, you watched Atlanta United, for example, stockpiling talent from South America. You watched all these teams really starting to build up, you know, through targeted allocation money and all all this other stuff. And the galaxy, I think just kind of, they were left behind for a little bit. And now finally the galaxy have, I want to say, woken up to this idea that like, oh, MLS is a very different world than we used to be, you know, the Kings of, like we have to now get into this arms, you know, this, this arms race. And that, you know, Mm -hmm. Better late than never, but still, you know, it did take them a little bit of time to do that. But again, better late than never. They're finally starting to realize it. And, you know, bringing in Yoni Gonzalez on loan, you know, keeping Christian Pavon. Like, they're they're starting to make moves that good teams in MLS over the past three years have done. And it it does reflect a difference of opinion and thinking in this front office.
0: Yeah, and I'm starting to see what it means to what their process is, what that means. Um, You know, I, yeah, definitely when I was saying Europe is because that's what is constantly being brought up um but definitely that south american flair is something that can't be ignored and what what we were grateful for Escaloto to bring in um you know for from his guys and so with that said like it looks like if it's true that the galaxy want to buy pavon now that said he's gonna be with us for what like a year and then we saw him make some money and then do other things
1: <laughs> well well so my thought on it is if if boca juniors is willing to because I think the rumored price was twenty million, but now they're going to listen $10 to any offer. From what I saw, they're going to listen to any offer above ten million dollars is what is the article that I saw from Tyc in Argentina, mm-hmm. which usually is a pretty reputable source. Um, I, again, I, I said this about Pavon a couple podcasts ago, but twenty-five years old, handful of Argentina national team appearances, his tenure at you know his end of the time at Boca wasn't necessarily great. You know, he's mm-hmm. yeah, he's ripping up MLS, but I think you can argue he's he's above MLS quality. If he was gonna go to Europe, it would have happened by now, in my opinion. Like I just, mm. I don't see a European team going in spending because the Galaxy, if if they spend well, however much they spend, which I, I I, you know, based off my very loose estimation, would be something around thirteen to fourteen million is what I think is could get the deal over the line. Especially if Focus wanted to negotiate around ten million. Um, you know, the guys are probably gonna want to sell him for seventeen, eighteen million. I just don't, I don't see a European club of a stature that could afford that doing that when they can go to another side, even in MLS and spend less on younger talent that has a higher upside. So, you know, I think the galaxy may have realized this and realized, Oh, we can invest in a player that's going to absolutely light this league up for the next three years and, you know, become a critical part of, you know, what we do in attack of the galaxy. So I, I think them saying, look, we're going to, we're going to go for this deal is them saying, we don't think that anyone else is going to scrap for this deal. And that's like, I'm glad we're here because like it was looking dicey there for a second in terms of the galaxy buying Mm public, but mm -hmm. you know, like I I hope they do it. And I, and I, and I hope, you know, they, they don't get fleeced, but again, you know, you're dealing with, with an Argentine soccer club, they can, they're, you saw how long it took to negotiate this loan. It took a while. Um, so, you know, my, my advice to all galaxy fans is don't start celebrating yet. Like we're still Mm -hmm. very much in the early stages of this, but you know, they, this is the deal they have to make right like I mean the guy's averaging either an assist or a goal per game in every game that he's played in MLS like you know this is a deal you have to do and you know props to the Galaxy for being patient and realizing that maybe they could choke out Boca in terms of you know making them kind of blink at the negotiating table in the staring contest but you know they, they just have to get this deal done and I mean even if it becomes you know 10 million would be a steal you know 12 million would be awesome 15 million I would consider a steal as well. But if you know, even if it gets into the 17, 18 million dollar range, they've got to make this deal happen.
0: Yeah. The the these last four matches to me were an appetizer, were a side salad. Like LA Galaxy fans are thirsty, we're hungry to keep this win going. And you know, the fact that the team has been able to step it up with Jonathan Dos Santos being injured, which him coming into the 54th minute as a sub obviously made a big difference but we need Pavon consistently. He's the one who's able to create. Um, I'm just so impressed with his runs. That LAFC, and I can't remember which player it was. I really wish I could right now. But, you know, when Pavon had that run that he scored on, not only did the keeper come out, which, by the way, this keeper that LAFC had was better than Vermeer. But I don't know why they thought. That's not they thought, much. <laughs> I do But know. But that, that, that LAFC player thought that he would be able to catch Pavone in that run. There's no way. You yeah. Know? I mean, and then he, and then he chips that ball in. It's it's a
1: fantastic touch from Pavone, And it's in a fan. It's a, it's why Pavone's Pavone, right? Like, I mean, that just,
0: mm-hmm. he's
1: he's so I mean, just eminently great on the ball. Fantastic first touch, fantastic ball control. I mean, weighs the chip perfectly and nails it. You know, did Zizanega need to come out for that one? I, I don't know. Um, but LAFC Pavon has, scores, I yeah, think. Well, no, it's a, it's a brilliant goal. And, like, you know, it, LAFC does have goalkeeping problems. I think we can both agree on that. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, you know, like, yes, I agree with you that you, that, uh, that this does feel like kind of the preview to what could be a legendary Galaxy career for Pavon. Like, yes. it does feel like we are watching kind of the next great player in a Galaxy jersey. And, and I think, it, again, it is a testament to this, this changed idea for the LA Galaxy, which is that... Maybe the Galaxy are a little bit more amenable to go finding the next great, you know, the next great player that we talk about in a Galaxy jersey, you know, from South America, 25-year-old kid from South America. They don't have to go to Europe anymore and grab, you know, a 32-year-old yes. winger. They don't have to do that anymore. They, like, they have enough – they realize they have enough clout to bring in a guy like Christian Pavon who's in the middle of his prime of his career to do what he does. And, like, that – I hope that this sparks a very different way of how the LA Galaxy look at – what the LA Galaxy does.
0: Yeah, and I'm so glad that you said that because for the longest time I was so sick of being known we were all sick of being known as the Retirement League. So for you to say that and then to also see young guys like Efrain Alvarez and Dunbar got his um his I forget what it was the uh, the mark the benchmark for him, sorry. But um but yeah, to see Dunbar coming in even in the 87th minute Um, for corona it's just you see these these young guys getting getting their break um this is what the galaxy we've been talking about about developing the young guys you know bottom to the top
1: yeah i mean there's a question that finally the galaxy are really much more amenable to diving into what you know the, the the talent that has been eminently available in their academy and like i we we are. I think we're looking. These four games have kind of given us a preview of the galaxy finally turning the the turning the ship around, so to speak, in terms of their identity, mm-hmm. in terms of who they are, in terms of the way that they operate. And like, we're starting to really start to see the handiwork of Teklosa and and his front office staff in terms of mm-hmm. the way that the galaxy are operating from top to bottom, from Los Dos to the first team, et cetera. Like, that this is this this was the grand idea, right? Like. You know, ta- or, you know, is it pretty in the first team? Right now, no, it's not. But I mean you could argue the galaxy just don't have the players to play like some ideologically pure soccer. Like they just don't have that right now. That's fine. That's that comes with time.
0: Like mm-hmm.
1: what we're seeing is that the the reframing of the LA Galaxy as a club and it's working incredibly well for the Gs.
0: Yeah. It, it really is, and and props to um, Insua, Steres, Depoy, like these guys, and, and Corona saving us in the twenty fifth minute on that tackle save. Um, I'm I'm just overall, like you said, it, it's so great to be able to talk about all all of these guys on the team.
1: Well, I mean, like for example, Depuy is like the the prime example of this new ideology, right? Like they bring in the kid from from OC. You know, he works at Los Dos. Was always very good at Los Dos. You know finally gets his opportunity. Like, we need to see more Nick Dupuis stories, right? Like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's critical to it, the LA Galaxy team because, as you mentioned, I can't remember who else also mentioned it. Um, but you know, on last week's episode or last last week's last last podcast, where if the Galaxy can take advantage of this, then it frees up so much more spend in other mm-hmm. areas of the team that you know that need that like it 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 allows for more flexibility, so to speak. You know, like it allows for them to spend money in in ways that are more efficient more effective and more in line with with the best clubs in mls right now and that's you know they they need to do that and you know it it does take time it does take effort but you know it seems like they're they're getting there and and you know maybe it's taken them a little bit too long and, and 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 you know if we can i think you know it's, it's taken us a bit of time to to match the other clubs in mls that are really doing this
0: mm-hmm. but
1: you know better late than never and they're going and it looks like they've really figured out that oh we need in order to be competitive in this new landscape of MLS, you know, MLS 3.0 or 4.0, or however you want to say it, this is what we need to do.
0: And what a challenging time too, because, you know, as much as LAFC suffers um, in gameplay without their fans, I, God, this is the one match that I would risk my life to watch in person. Like I would have loved to have been in that stadium to be able to cheer these guys on. Um, just what a beautiful game. What a amazing goals and just just what effort you know i man it, what i would not have been there for yeah
1: yeah it, again like as i said it wasn't tactically ideologically brilliant it wasn't you know 18 you know tiki taco or whatever but it felt so good because this you know the galaxy again you know the first half get punched in the mouth and then they just show this insane resolve that mm-hmm. they know they're going to win this game and that all they have to do is just get to halftime and when they get to halftime they were like all right you know like they found another gear and like yes more can not get sent off and that changes a little bit of the dynamic of the game but they they just weren't afraid to just you know go out there and leave it all on the line and that's like that's awesome
0: <laughs> but that's what i loved about these goals was that it wasn't it didn't happen because LAFC was down a man this was the galaxy creating these chances this was legit like just not even pulling off because he it's incredible to me just the 180 that he's made how he's developed has he's grown as a player um you know that, that he made he made magic happen on that pitch um you know like you were saying it is individual but but at the same time, like, I mean, obviously, you know, he got an assist for, for a reason. Like these guys are, are servicing the ball in a way that he's able to to score. Um, It's not it's not just like, oh, LFC is down a man. So the Galaxy punished them for it. No, like they they this is finally where you can see how the Galaxy are able to snuff the chances of their opponent and then able to to push the ball forward and 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 score. I um,
1: agree 100 percent. I'm I'm not I'm not saying that. You know, no, you're
0: not. But I'm just saying in case yeah, anybody yeah. else is saying yeah, it. I'm there. not saying that. You know,
1: <laughs> the reason the galaxy then look good in the second half is because Mark Anthony Kay is, is sent off. It, it it helps, but I don't think it necessarily explains what the galaxy were in that second half, which was just a resilient side that was not afraid. They weren't afraid to just attack with intent, and you know, and, and you know, as you as you highlighted, LeJet, of course, such a brilliant individual performance. You know, Christian Pavon, another great individual performance, like you know, the. This galaxy team was just, you know, this galaxy team, I hate, I hate using this phrase, but it's about the only way I can explain it. But it's like, the galaxy just looked like they wanted it more, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it Mm -hmm. just did look like the galaxy just wanted it more. And like, that's such an easy and kind of almost, I almost feel it's a lazy way to break this down. But I feel it's the only way to break this down because it is really kind of what it was.
0: But seeing what they were and seeing how they hadn't had the heart, that they're like the galaxy wanted it more. F yeah, that's what I want to see. That's what I want to hear. That's what I want. That fighting spirit, you know, um, a clean sheet again against LAFC. This time, you know, we defended the diggity, <laughs> and it's it's three it's three zero. That's just what a beautiful scoreline. Like this yeah, was a game to me that convinced me that okay, this team is going places.
1: I also think I also think this game. Most importantly, I think outside of, you know, yes, it's three points in a very crowded Western Conference, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. All, all of those bona fides. This game for me, I think, was so critical for the Galaxy because, you know, that that, that first game against LAFC, they win, they played fantastically, and, and, and they get the job done. I think this win matters a little bit more because it, it does finally feel like that performance in Orlando against LAFC is gone. Like, it mentally, just it doesn't look like they're affected by it anymore. And yeah. like they needed that. They needed to exercise that demon, and I think they did that, you know, on Sunday night. You know, we... And and on you know the the previous Sunday the, those you know 180 minutes of soccer where they just basically they exercise their demons and like you know sometimes that sometimes that's critical for a team and it does feel like this team th- that was critical for the galaxy in order just to, to feel like a club again.
0: Yes, and I'm so glad that you said that they exercised their demons because for the longest time we all felt cursed. <laughs> um, you know, I, I know a lot of Galaxy fans we're saying like a lot of us have been doing superstitious things, whether it was me making sure that even when I go to work, I'm wearing my LA galaxy mask on game days. Um Certain people are saying, okay, I've got to wear my Cosmo SC Jersey every day, you know, now or whatever it is. Um Keep it up guys. <laughs> but, but, you know, um that said going into the San Jose, we're going over there. We're playing there and having to travel and, you know, yes, San Jose was beat down by LEOC five zero, but this is still an important game to me. These are our classic rivals. Um, you know, I don't want to stop the momentum. I don't want to stop the mercy. I
1: don't yeah, want to see it,
0: the Galaxy rest on their laurels. Like, no.
1: And, and this is, again, a, a very kind of interesting game because you find the San Jose club that is desperately looking for any form of, of forward Redemption. motion. Yeah, forward positivity. <laughs> they've they've you know, I think Matias Almeida basically said, "I would do anything to be back in the bubble in Orlando right now because, like, we were just playing so well." Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, th- this is the problem with Matias Almeida's sides is that it's really good until it's not, and when it's not, it is really not good. And I mean, you know, he has he, his system is notorious for wearing players down. You know, it, it demands a certain level of physical energy from players that not a lot of other systems have. You can't really have an a, a, you can't have a slow night in Matias Almeida's system in order for it to be successful. And I think, you know, the, just the, the stacking of fixtures and the travel and, and and everything that's required of of teams right now in, in this coronavirus uh, season, like, I think it's really starting to wear on his players. So, you know, I, I don't really know what to expect because I I can't really figure out San Jose right now because they are, you know, we know what they are. They're a man, you know, they're, they're an 11-person man-marking machine that loves moments of chaos. But, you know, they, they haven't been able to create those. I mean, you know, they, you know, lafc ate them for lunch but then again you know bob Bradley's had matias almeida's number ever since almeida has walked into the league um i wouldn't look too much into that but then you know the galaxy kind of again defensively were a little struggled a little bit against san jose but got the job done because san jose's defense just really couldn't deal with pavon and, and, and the galaxy trio of attackers you know this could this is going to be an interesting game i think this is going to be another high scoring affair between the two clubs i think you know, I just think based off what I saw against LAFC, I think the Galaxy will concede one or two against San Jose with the way that San Jose plays.
0: Yeah, and, but, and based on our
1: history as well. Yeah, but but then again, you know, I think San Jose is going to concede too easily because San Jose is just you know a team that defensively has looked really, really bereft over you know the past three games. So you know, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting affair. It's going to be a cagey, cagey affair, I think. This is this is going to be a pretty intense one. Um,
0: Another I, physical match. Yeah, yeah but,
1: you know, but I think if the Galaxy can just do what they've been doing, which is just, you know, not being glamorous but being effective, then they've got this thing in the bag.
0: Yeah, I I want Jonathan dos Santos healthy. I want him starting. Um,
1: I mean, I love that too, but you know, you can also make the argument that okay, he starts and that's great and whatever, and 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 you know, he should be your captain and etc. etc. Cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Well, but, I said legit should have the band, but yeah.
1: <laughs> but you know, I think with. You know, do do you do you disrupt, you know, this great run the mm. galaxy have been on, right? Like, do you you know change the you know the balance around? And that's, I mean, that's, I think a very that's a long conversation. It's a good question. You know, like what,
0: what that we will have next episode. Yeah, because I mean, like, <laughs> then because do, then we can see we well, can do, see. You know,
1: like, yeah, do you do you take momentum versus getting a player in that you know is one of the best defensive midfielders on his day. Like that's kind of the, the question here, right? Like it's, I, it's, yeah,
0: <laughs> I get Zubak, but I, I am just kind of over him that he's not able to convert. Um, well,
1: he looks uh, for me, he looks like, a uh, he looks like a rookie and like, he looks like a guy that, uh, you know, uh, he, he looks like a guy that, you know, I apologize by the way. I just received a text. Sorry. Um, he looks like a, a guy that's just new in the league. Like I, you know, I, I, I think a lot of people, because he's replacing or because he's sitting in for, you know, an injured Christian Pavon or sorry not injured Christian Pavon, excuse me an injured Chirito, like it, I think he's being put into unfair comparisons that, you know, he will never match up with. I think
0: you're right. He is a rookie, like, yeah.
1: Give the kid some time. <laughs>
0: Yes. Yes. I, and I am glad to say that we're talking about the Galaxy making those developments. You're right. This is this is how this kid gets gets developed. Um, <laughs> so funny. Chicharito should be starting training now Monday or Tuesday. So then maybe he actually we might see him for the San Jose match. I
1: can't imagine he's going to go. I can't imagine he'd start against San Jose. No, I, think just,
0: I, I don't think I think, think so. asking
1: 45 out of him when he's just started training this week is probably a bit excessive.
0: No. But you know, you put him in he, like the last. Yeah, if you 15. get twenty
1: minutes out of him. Just you know, yeah, he he needs something, right? Like he, I think we we all can agree, Chicharito just needs something. Like he just needs, he needs a goal. He needs like a a two goal game or something like that. He just yeah,
0: needs, he he definitely.
1: It's needs clear mentally, mentally he needs he needs some some boost, and so it, I hope yeah. I hope he can get that. And like if he can get that, then I think we're in a much better place as an organization.
0: Yeah, I mean Chicharito's gonna be here. I want him to fit in. I want I want that. As well, I mean, I don't want Zubak to totally disappear either. You know, I, I think that if if he's getting this chance, you know, also for this kid's morale and for his development, like you have to still play him. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the San Jose game. I'm looking, and it says that it's on Unimas and TUDN, but I also saw that it was on on Spectrum, so I don't know if it's on all three. Um, I believe, but it, I
1: believe it's going to be. I believe it's going to be the Spanish feed. Will be on Unimas, and then okay, good.
0: Uh, then TDN. I can actually and, and then the uh,
1: the uh, english feed will be on a um a spectrum. spectrum so i, th- I right. think that's what what it's what that's it's about a, it's, a, it's the same thing as what uh the uh the the, the game this weekend was um in terms of of, the, of that
0: well you know but what's funny is because it's against LeFC that i always expect that game to be like on fox like nationally I say, yeah <laughs> like i
1: figured I, w- I was i was making plans watch and i was like oh yeah we'll be on national and then i looked up and i was like
0: why like yeah (laughs) yeah like why just because we're in Carson California (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I I definitely like I said we don't do predictions on on this show and you know I I don't want to like you said celebrate too soon um but but it's looking good
1: yeah I I I feel I feel confident and I feel I feel good about you know, be more
0: suspicious than anything. I'm like knocking on wood right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I think, I think, you know, this, this Galaxy team just finally feels like it's a team that can, can be like, can, can really do anything. And that's, you know, like, it, it, it feels hopeful for the first time in a long for time. For the
0: first like, time and does, fun.
1: It doesn't feel like, you know, like last season where there would be moments of just absolute joy and, and you'd sit there and be like, this is great, except here's
0: about 3,000 things that are structurally a problem here and
1: why this is not sustainable. Like, this actually does feel sustainable. And like,
0: it's yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good, and I'm I'm happy with Escaloto now. So, thank you all for listening to us. Like, subscribe, subscribe follow, and we'll be back. Um, after Sunday the thirteenth is when we play again.
1: I'm excited. I, this let's make it five.
0: <laughs> let's make it five. <laughs> Race to seis <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.